Um, so yeah, I, I moved out. I, I wanted to be like Tina Fey. Uh, okay. basically, you know, I'd have my own show. And then I had a classmate who was doing stand-up and I went, you know, he invited everyone to go see him at the comedy store. And I went and I mean, at the time, stand-up didn't even cross my mind because I had never, ever seen a woman of color do it. I only knew Maz Jobrani. I knew Russell Peters, um, like Dane Cook's name. You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. And I, I saw this like Pakistani American girl performing on the same lineup in him, and I was as him, and I was like, huh. And then I was like, that's interesting. I want to try that. I want to. I want. You know, it was really more of like maybe a bucket list thing. Yeah. And so I. Uh, I, I like kind of started thinking about it. And then in January of 2016, I went through the breakup with my first boyfriend ever. And I was in a really like low, you know, yeah. like, sure. Whatever. Men <laughs> and, will do that to you. Yeah. Which, um, <laughs> it's the exact yeah. state you need to be in to write good comedy. Absolutely. And I just started writing. I'm like, you know what, maybe I can, how about I choose instead of being sad, choose this as a focus. Yeah. And so I wrote, wrote a few lines uh, I went to this place called Danny's Venice in Marina Del Rey. And I, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I think it's closed down at this point. But that's where this classmate of mine hosted an open mic. And he put okay. me up for a few minutes. And I got, there were only like four people in the whole place, including the manager, <laughs> who looked like Bernie Sanders. And <laughs> I started calling him that. And he was laughing and the people were laughing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm good at this. Maybe I'm I should- funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and amazing. He, the manager actually asked me to come back. Well, there you and go. So I was like, huh, this could be a thing. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Never keep a pretty lady waiting. Without further ado, Sarah Fatimi. What? Don't, don't do it. Don't? No. Hide the phetamines? What? Oh, <laughs> hi. Hello. Hi. How are you guys? We're doing great. How are you? I'm doing lovely. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. You are lovely. I'm a little, I must be drunk already because I'm just, everything's blurry except you. Yeah, I blurred my background. I mean, if you'd <laughs> like to see my house, it's just a couch. No, I think I think you have a very angelic glow, actually. Yeah. It looks like you've got a little halo behind you. and <laughs> There it Thank is. Thank you. Thank you. I fell from heaven. It, Yo, it, I looked at all the girls that you've interviewed. Am I supposed to be hot for this? Like, <laughs> Well, you are hot. That's You're why fine. we get you on. You are hot. Thank you. Um, so but sweet. yeah, we. I don't know how we managed that. We've we've been lucky and we've found a niche. It's me. And, it's all uh, me. We can manage it because of me. Yeah. And we're not complaining. But- we we uh we both love comedy a lot and we're we're trying hard to get more and more comedians on and awesome. uh so tonight we have Sarah Fatimi hi <laughs> and i i first learned of you on kill tony i saw your set on kill tony oh i'm so honored that was like uh Four and a half years ago. That's that long? Okay. Wow. Well, I did a second set, but if you saw that one, you wouldn't have booked me because I <laughs> bombed to hell on that set. But to be fair, on Kill Tony, even if you bomb the set, as long as your interview is funny, you know, you kind of... 
Kind of. I mean, oh man, I don't even almost, I almost don't even want to go into it because I don't want people to look it up, but it's fine. No. So the first time I did really well, that was in May of 2018. And yeah, and that was when- And that was at the Comedy Store, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Tony Redband, who was the guest that night? Um. Oh, uh, Burt Kreischer and Bobby Lee. And that was really oh cool. Jesus Christ, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So that was a really good. That was that was so fun, and it was so. The interview was funny. They asked if I was an anal queen. Um. When I. <laughs> and yeah. the answer is. <laughs> yeah, and the no, but the second time the guests were uh Chrissy something Chrissy Mayer I think, and then Matt Bronger. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Okay. Yeah. But, I know. I know of Matt Bronger. I don't know the other name. Yeah. He was really nice. Yeah. Okay. But I, I stupidly did this brand new bit because I thought that it was gonna, you know, so, so slight bit of context. So this was in March of 2020. Okay. I think this was actually the last kill Tony episode before everything shut down. Sure. Um, and I had just come back from Iran two months prior. Okay. And that, I mean, I don't know if you remember, that was the time when we thought world war three was going to happen. Trump, yeah. you know, so I, I, I didn't, and the, the bit wasn't even related to that. It was more related to like the flight because I took a flight from Qatar and stuff, but it okay. bombed. It 100% <laughs> bombed. And I was like, well, maybe at least they're going to ask about, you know, like the interview will save me. But no, because the world had already moved on by then. It, it was COVID. Oh, right. right. Yeah. And that was something I barely, I mean, you know, we all kind of heard it and we're like, eh, it's a, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. you certainly weren't Especially ready. March, yeah. Weren't ready with bits already in March of 2020 for, for uh, COVID. No, 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 I was not. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that must have been, yeah, because I, like, I've, I started watching Kill Tony probably nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And now I've found myself working backward. And, uh, and that must be, so it must've been, cause I obviously love Burton and Bobby. So it must've been that episode that I saw you on then. Yeah. So well, yeah. No, no pressure I... with knowing they're the guests, not at all. <laughs> well, the thing is you don't know they're the guests until you show up that night. So. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. you know, certain, certain guests would just drive like, like, uh, lines of comics where it's like, you know, I mean, there was only a very small chance you would get pulled. So like, I know for Andrew Schultz, who's my favorite comic of all time, I really, really wanted to sign up for that, but I, I think they even capped it at the door. Like there were so many people that they they couldn't just let all the comics in. But that was I've met him and he's so cool. Oh my god! His latest special <laughs> yes. is, is uh, Mount Rushmore of specials. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my god! Do you guys listen to his podcast, Flagrant Two? I do as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love. I know it. they just did their yesterday so or the funny. day before. We're doing like a live stream to get to their millions millionth subscriber. Yeah. I'm a few episodes behind so but I'm actually I'm like you I'm like you so when it comes to like seasons of shows so like South Park I'll start from the the newest and then I'll work my way backward so in case I get bored I'm up to date with all the pop culture so people think that I've seen the whole thing right yeah oh (laughs) look at you it's genius it's that is I've learned something new there harder So was your second appearance on Kill Tony at the Comedy Store as well then? Or was it in Austin? Oh, yeah. No, I've never been to Austin before, okay, actually. Okay. Yeah, so. You um, have no I... desire to move with everybody else? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. So what I know from the, the comedy scene in Austin is I think what Joe Rogan has a, a, a club there. and he, he's Yeah, he's, he's going to be opening it, yeah. yeah. 
and he took Hinchcliffe with him and uh, a few people from the the store and stuff. Yeah. Uh, besides that, well, no, because I also I'm not just doing stand up. I'm also doing acting. Like I have some agents and yeah. yep. you sure. know screenwriting and stuff like that. And I really think L A is still the place for all that. So for sure, yeah. I would I would say for that amb- yeah. avenue, you would need to be there. Are you uh, L A born and raised? No, I'm from Ohio. From Ohio, you're a Midwest girl. I am. Can't he can't run from it, you know. Nice. We're up I Wisconsin. Hate ranch, but I love Superman ice cream. So that's the Midwest thing. What is Superman ice cream? How do I not know this? How, how do you not know this with a child? Wait, so dimples, wait, where in the Midwest are you from? We're in Wisconsin, about around Green Bay. Okay. Is is that considered Midwest or yeah. is that Okay, yeah, we're Midwest, well, I yeah. you guys have really good cheese. We do. And also, that's where one of my favorite shows of all time, that's 70s show, has been based. So I love Wisconsin already. And I There you go. To- yeah. Um. No, Beard. Because uh, we're all stoners. <laughs> yes! We're all, well, I, yeah, we're all stoners and we all love cheese. Me and my lady are going on a cheese shopping spree this weekend, actually. We just made the plans. That's what we're going to do. Saturday, <laughs> we're going to. It's a thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> that is amazing. 100%. Oh Yep. So that's like your pumpkin patch, then she's cheese wielding. <laughs> right, right. You kind of work your cheese shopping around the local bars. You hit a few bars, you buy some cheese, and you know, you make the round. So that is yeah. so fun. Oh my God. How are the farts in your household? Fantastic. Oh, no, they're great. They're great. <laughs> we, we, you, you grew up with them. Yeah. I mean, you literally grew up with pull my finger. That's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uncle joke. Um, that's. <laughs> Uh, my only up. uncle is in Iran, so he 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 hasn't done that that joke with me yet. But I'm sure he would kill it. he would kill it. <laughs> but so real we... quick, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go I ahead. Go ahead. Just, I just I just wanted to tell Beard what Superman ice cream is. It's yes. Like, yeah, it's like rainbow ice cream, but mm-hmm. better. Like, it's okay. like okay. So you know how like cotton can't. You know how when you picture eating a rainbow ice cream, you you picture it to be really sweet. This is yeah. like. I know it tastes, it sounds weird, but it tastes darker. So like, it's like dark blue, yellow. It's like all the colors of Superman okay. and old ass flavors. And it's so good. You can, if you ever come to LA, you can get it at Bloomfield Creamery in Westwood, unless they shut down. I don't know if they did. <laughs> yeah, COVID might've got them too. Who we, knows? we have it. Jordan got it all the time. I've never heard of that. I'm, My daughter got it all the time. I'm 50 years old and I've never heard of this. What the? Do they have it in Wisconsin or is that strictly? Cause I'm from Ohio, Michigan area. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was, but I just know I my my daughter's nineteen and she's been getting it forever. I'll have to send. I'll have to. We'll have to send beard a pint. We'll post me. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Heck yeah, just, ice just, cream. Don't yeah. tell. Don't tell the personal trainer. <laughs> we recently had a personal trainer you, you on. Look at you right now, going really? Yeah, Person, no, really personal we, trainer. We recently had him on, and I I, I committed to uh, his program. He's he's out in L.A. actually. And uh, I committed to his program. I'm like, what better before and after for you? And I'm just not following his plan. So Mac, it's all my fault. (laughs) That is so funny. So my roommate is like hella, like insanely into fitness. And he's actually very, very allergic to dairy. Like so allergic, he'll die. And he actually, yeah. Yeah, he encouraged me to like kind of wean off dairy a little bit. And I'll be honest, it feels kind of good. (laughs) Um, But but no, we're, like, we're drinking white Russians, just full of heavy cream, heavy cream. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll have a white Russian with you guys, but there like, I mean, in, in general, like, um, 
No, but he's sometimes I like like yesterday I bought a whole pint of Jenny's like birthday cake ice cream because I was still high from the night before. And I like <laughs> snuck it into my room because like he's always like, didn't you say you were going to be eating better? Didn't you say you were working? Uh, out? Didn't you? <laughs> we all we all say that shit before we get high. We do. Once we're high, it's over. I know. I, I just you had guys... a half a donut after dinner tonight. <laughs> it, okay. Wow, Mr. <laughs> Cheater over here, half a donut. I didn't eat a whole pint of ice cream and Wendy's. And no, fries. you don't know. You don't know our donuts. This donut is like the size of your head. <laughs> it's a Midwestern donut. <laughs> yeah. So, it, when you, yeah. So you obviously, when you get ice cream, like myself, you don't scoop it out and put it in a bowl. You just grab the whole thing and with a spoon. Yeah. Correct? Where's the Thank fun you. of putting it in a bowl? Ew. Thank you. Do you uh? My sister back a few years ago got me like a can koozie, but it's built for pints of ice cream. <laughs> so you can hold the pint ice cream without your hand getting cold. That is amazing. That is a wonderful invention. And yes. I guarantee you the inventor was American because <laughs> <laughs> I was at a Dodgers game a few weeks ago and like there was this deal going on. I guess if you had like the Dodgers app or the McDonald's app that like if the Dodgers won, you got free chicken McNuggets. And I remember okay, I'm bad at sports. So I'll probably be talking about like hockey terms and football terms. That's fine. Bring it on. Something about baseball. And then the umpire and then people started cheering. And then the umpire took his call back, which I think at that point meant that the Dodgers lost. I was really high. I don't remember. But then (laughs) I think we have an ongoing theme theme here. Got a theme (laughs) going. And then (laughs) half the stadium just got up and cleared. And I like turned to my friend. I'm like, why are they leaving? And she's like, it's because they're not getting their chicken McNuggets. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Because yeah. they were all high too. <laughs> right? And they yeah. really wanted chicken you nuggets. How disappointing that is. Don't fuck with our fast food, damn it. Right? Right? I know. No. Sad. What is your Sad. go-to fast food? Ooh, well, I really like Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich and fries. And I also like Chick-fil-A's too, but... Uh, by the way, Wendy's has a lettuce shortage right now. So go to get your spicy chicken sandwiches at Chick-fil-A. They better sponsor. Well, actually don't sponsor me. I don't like their politics, but yeah. Wait, so I don't eat Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like Wendy's. You, know, you don't eat, you don't eat Chick-fil-A on Sundays. There you yes. go. Yeah. True. True. I have some morals, damn it. Um, right. <laughs> no, but yeah. I really like Wendy's here in California. We have in and out, uh, if you want the burger and then... I think as far as fast food goes, that's that's, that's where um, you're at. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, I gotta tell you, we, we were... went to California yeah. a couple of years ago and so I was gonna say we got there about ten thirty. Ten thirty at night, yeah. We yeah. First thing we did was went to In N Out Burger to give it a try. Yeah. Isn't it really good? Because we don't have them around here. So I, uh, you know are... I have like I think we were so overhyped to it by the yeah. that I was like, eh, okay, it's fine. But yeah, aren't I think their that's... fries disgusting? I, I don't know if I remember them. They're like, I don't, I don't. They're like healthy. Oh, do they have the skin on them and shit? I think so. Yeah, no, that's... no. Oh. They're like they're like little cut. Okay. Um, they're just like, well, it's because they're healthier, I think. Oh. They're smaller. <laughs> you just eat more. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah, remember. I don't, that's I don't healthy. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like, yeah. I mean, McDonald's is the MVP when it comes to fries. For fries, 100%. There you go. Yeah. And Burger 100%. Cream- Burger King can just go fuck itself. Like, yeah, yeah. Burger King can't even make it in Wisconsin anymore. They're shutting down. You know, you know, you're bad when your fast food joint can't make it in Wisconsin. Like, yeah. there's nobody have- fatter than Wisconsin. So, 
is that is that your list of fast foods when you're sober and when you're high? Yes. Okay. Same. Uh, same. You yeah. don't have a different craving when you're high or anything like that. No. Or drunk. I mean- even being drunk or high would never let me go to Burger King. Like, I, I don't think I would allow myself to stoop to that level. Right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I'll crave like, well, it depends if you eat before, right? But if you don't, like anything tastes good, I would say like pizza. I had Domino's last weekend with my friend. We were a little, um, oh, this is. I, oh, I had Taco Domino's. Bell at 2 a.m. No, I'm not really that. I mean, Taco Bell is okay. I know I'm a rarity, but like, yeah. Well, yeah, Taco Bell's only good at 2 a.m. Right. There's, you don't eat it any other time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really like, well, no, I don't like, I, but I ate them by force. It was these Oreo, fried Oreos. Oh, Jesus. You're from Wisconsin. You know about them. Yeah, we get them at every carnival. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, I, I, I should probably eat it at the carnival, not through Postmates. It probably tastes better at carnival. But yeah, yeah that's go to kind of uh you know high snack and yeah yeah fair I enough mean, fair enough you know you know when you're you've fallen off the wagon a little bit we got a we have a, a like a quick trip is our convenience store out here that everybody loves and i would have postmates deliver pints of ice cream from quick trip so basically that's i would just like get a cheeseburger from there just so i could get the pint of ice cream delivered make it and that looks so bad yeah so before I like snuck off dairy a little bit, I used to love Ben and Jerry's um, half baked when you're fully baked, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Their fish food I liked. There was my, that was my favorite. Fish food. Oh, I've tried fish food. Yeah. PH, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the thing. Um, my, my daughter who's in college texted me the other day and she's like, she was out drinking the night before and said, yep. Went to Taco Bell, pray for me this morning. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I remember, I remember that. You know, I don't drink as much anymore um, just because, you know, uh, mental health reasons. But like, I mean, I do, but I always like to end the night with an edible. You know, I hear you. I hear you. I don't, I don't get hangovers from them. And it just, you know, the next day you're like, you're fine. You know, yeah. whereas if I drink like, more than a few and I'm fucked up, then my whole day goes to waste. But yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. it's funny. We we named this podcast Cocktails with Dimples in the Beard kind of before I really got into edibles and weed. Yeah. And and now the only time I ever really drink is the podcast. I it's pretty mm-hmm. rare that I'll have a drink otherwise. You so. guys should you guys should try do the do the weed drinks for like we, we do yeah. need to try some of those, yeah, for sure. We did yeah. some in uh Phoenix. Did we? Yeah. CBD drinks, not weed drinks. Oh, same. Right. Yeah. So it, I only smoke pot with guests I run into it on the podcast from the podcast. That's that's is true. Weed, weed is legal in Wisconsin? No. So don't oh. tell. Oh, okay. Because yeah. this is like recording stuff. They're not going to come drag you guys out in handcuffs. I, I hope not. This isn't live. So we're good for the night. But I know our local police probably have this on. All <laughs> They're outside listening to our studio. No, we're good. We're good. It's it's uh it's not legal, but I don't know how much they, you know, I mean for personal use, I don't know how much they really yeah. much care. Yeah. Unless you're out driving or something, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So let's get into you and how you got started in comedy. Well, how I got started in comedy. So I moved out to LA in fall of 2015 for graduate school and I've always wanted to be an actor writer like you know teen 
Oh, sorry. It's like blurring me here. <laughs> yeah. Let me take the background off and I will show you guys my lovely. Seems like when you put your, your hands in front of your face, it blocks everything, blurs everything. But yeah, well, here's my either way. living room that I share with my roommate and pay a lot of rent for. Well, I'm going to tell you, like we, it looks a lot like Earl. We had Earl Skakel on who's from LA as well. I love it, looks, it looks like his background. It looks like an LA apartment. Yeah. No, he's, well, he was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Earl was great. He was great. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I moved out. I, I wanted to be like Tina Fey. Uh, okay. basically, I'd have my own show. And then I had a classmate who was doing stand up, and I went, you know, he invited everyone to go see him at the comedy store. And I went and I mean, at the time, stand up didn't even cross my mind because I had never, ever seen a woman of color do it. I only knew Maz Jabrani. I knew Russell Peters, um, like Dane Cook's name. You know, I didn't yeah. I didn't know. And I I saw this like Pakistani American girl performing on the same lineup in him. And I was as him. And I was like, huh. And then I was like, that's interesting. I want to try that. I want to I want you know, it was really more of like maybe a bucket list thing. Yeah. And so I. Uh, I, I like kind of started thinking about it. And then in January of 2016, I went through the breakup with my first boyfriend ever. And I was in a really like low, you know, yeah. like, sure. Whatever. Men and, will do that to you. Yeah. Which, um, <laughs> the exact yeah. state you need to be in to write good comedy. Absolutely. And I just started writing. I'm like, you know what, maybe I can, how about I choose instead of being sad, choose this as a focus. Yeah. And so I wrote, wrote a few lines uh, I went to this place called Danny's Venice in Marina del Rey. And I, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I think it's closed down at this point. But that's where this classmate of mine hosted an open mic. And he put okay. me up for a few minutes. And I got, there were only like four people in the whole place, including the manager, <laughs> who looked like Bernie Sanders. And <laughs> I started calling him that. And he was laughing and the people were laughing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm good at this. Maybe I'm I should- I'm funny. <laughs> Yeah. I'm and amazing. The manager actually asked me to come back. There you and go. So I was like, huh, this could be a thing. And yeah, I started doing it. And I started like doing auditions at Flappers and the Ha Ha and, you know, kind of um, getting quote unquote passed there. Yeah. And then hanging around the comedy store. And yeah, I mean, I really started just loving it and taking it seriously and then of course you become friends with comics and knock on wood i love the comedy community in la everyone's really nice like earl's mm -hmm. one of them yeah yeah and i i really never felt like i fit in my entire life until i joined the stand-up scene in comedy you know i didn't really feel like i ever like had true friends in ohio or like even out here in la in grad school and like even like there was a group of you know even some people like the same ethnic but i just i never felt that until i joined comedy because we're all a little fucked in the head <laughs> right right that's i was that's gonna the, say that's the common bond there we've been hearing yes yeah um so when you were on kill tony you talked about your web series saffron and rose yeah. was that was that right about when you were starting stand-up as well that was about two years after because my grad program was three years and okay. I, was at, I was at the writing and producing for television program at LMU. So that was the web series was actually my thesis. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was cool to get to promote that. And there were actually people from kill Tony who went and watched it and 
yeah, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun to shoot. And that's kind of, you know, it's along the lines of what I want to do. I got to write and act in something that I produced. And that was really cool. And it served as a sizzle reel for a lot of things. Which yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. For, for 10 minutes of, of film, there's a lot of comedy in it. And it's very funny. Thank and, you. Oh my God. I appreciate that. Yeah, and when, I, when I watched it and cause I didn't know when I, when I started, I'm like, when I got to the end of the third episode, I was like, what we're done. We want more. No, we want more. Oh my God. You know, I really wanted to continue it. My co-star was unable to continue, Okay. And, you know, with like funding and stuff, but yeah. I mean, we're, we're working on more, pro I'm working on more projects. I sure. definitely want to get more like screen projects out there. And I mean, that's, that's a project that will forever be in my heart. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Slightly based on a true story too. Okay. All well, right. Like going into it, you kind of knew it was going to be just this many episodes, this much and done. Well, we were or only no. allowed to do 10 to 15 minutes. Sure. Of, uh, for okay. this. And I mean, I initially wanted it to be 15, but with like my professor saying, cut this, cut that it oh. turned out to be 10, but yeah. But, so do you have stuff on the cutting room floor that you could bring back and release? Uh, no, because it's just like like one liner here. It's like gotcha. not. I okay. wish. I wish, but the uh, the door with all the panties on it and bras was <laughs> the fucking ra. <laughs> he steals a pair and runs. <laughs> okay, that was also based on a true kind of story. Do tell. Do tell. When I, when I was in high school, there was this guy. And I don't feel bad for him because he was really mean and really rude to me. There you go. Fuck him. Yeah, I guess he was obsessed with like this other girl. And from what from the rumors that I heard, I guess he like knew where she lived and he like broke into her bedroom every day and like would find <laughs> her panties and like hide in the closet. And then one day her dad like came into her room and opened the closet and he was there and like yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> and I think I think it was just I think it was like such an embarrassing moment that the, they didn't even press charges. The police was like, just don't come to school for a week. That was his advice. That's how the Midwest handles this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. people are going to find out about this. You best stay home for a little while. Yeah. I mean, the social suicide, it's, it's worse than any other kind of jail. <laughs> I, I would react if I would have walked in. You know, and there's a guy sniffing panties, and your your daughter, and my daughter's no way yeah. around. I'm like, what's going? I think I know how you would have reacted. Oh my god! Yeah, seriously, like as a father with a daughter, I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, we both have them, so we uh, yeah. I have two. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All this gray hair, that's awesome. That's all from them. I don't all see any gray hair. What are you talking about? I got, <laughs> I got all of the gray. Yeah, but it's like an aesthetic. I love it. Like the beard. No, they're fantastic. Yeah, I got, and I have to, I have to apologize. Our brand is typically me with a beard to about here, but I got sick of it a few weeks ago and shaved it all off. So it's the growth is starting over. So okay, that's why your logo is red and white because of Santa Claus, right? Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, a fat, I'm a fat guy with a white beard. I get it. Okay, oh. it's not a roast battle. It's a podcast. <laughs> Either that or like a Muslim shave. You know, the really long. Beard. <laughs> I like that. I feel like I'm smarter that way. <laughs> That looks like wisdom, not just indulgence. Yeah, yeah. So you got you got on stage. You said, hmm, "I'm good at this." What yeah. What did you like about it? What was your say? I want to come back to feel more of what. I I it made me happy when people were laughing. It was like a rush. It was really cool, and 
you know, I mean, I like I said, I'd always liked acting, but I obviously I'd always liked comedy acting a little bit more. Sure. And I've I've always loved comedy, not necessarily stand up because I didn't ju I just didn't have a lot of exposure to it, but I did have some. Yeah. And you know, comedy for me as someone who like I have generalized anxiety disorder, that's always been making myself laugh or listening to something that would make me laugh was a really cool way to always handle it and bring myself back to reality. I've always loved shows like Family Guy, really dark humor, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Off right? Yeah. And it's it's actually funny because the very first stand-up comic that I actually watched was when I was in Iran visiting my family. And my dad would put up this projection screen. And there was this one stand-up comic. His name is uh Hamid Maisefat. And he's stand-up is fairly new in Iran now. So back then okay. he was like one of the only ones. And he was so funny. He would like make he would like sing in this Indian accent and he was just like oh his facial expressions I oh my god he was so hilarious and yeah a few years ago actually I I like talked about him in like this other interview and I tagged him in it and then he called me oh that's we, awesome yeah and we talked on the phone for like 30 minutes nice. yeah so that was really cool well yeah. you should tag Bill Burr in this one I should I will <laughs> I will why not <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe Dave Attell, you know? It, yeah. <laughs> hey, you kind of look like Dave Attell with the beard and stuff. Like... I'm, as, I'm as grumpy as he is too, so uh, it, it works. I'm just, I'm just now nowhere near as funny. <laughs> nowhere near as Dimples, funny. Dimples gives me Theo Vaughn vibes. Oh, you should grow a mullet. Oh, he looks a little bit it. like Theo, like face-wise, doesn't he look a little bit like Theo Vaughn? Oh, okay. No, yeah. he's, he's not as pretty as Theo. I, I had a killer mullet in high school. I was the killer, the mullet king. I was. I so. want my mullet back. <laughs> so how did you get how did you get into the store i mean you just start showing up for so i'm not passed at the store okay. but i i do roast battle there monthly okay. i mean i i used to do shows there when they were doing like belly room shows which okay this pandemic it's there's a lot less of that but yeah. i mean i'll do spots on crack them up and you know stuff like that yeah. roast battle is my main thing at the store I've been doing that since August of 2018. Oh, wow. What got yeah. you in? What? My question is, you do it once. What? The, why do you go back? <laughs> well, because well, I won. No. <laughs> right? Um, number yeah. one. Okay. You're right. Good Good answer. Uh, everyone was really nice after. Jeff Ross was really nice after. It was a really, initially roast battle for me. I only did it because I saw a flyer with, you know, uh, my friend Alba Hamani used to do these really cool posters of like, actually, I think he still does them of like side by side, like this person is versing this person tonight. And I was just kind of like, that seems cool. Yeah. I want to try it. Yeah. This was when I was like a couple years into comedy and I was still like, okay, I still don't know my voice. Am I, what kind of comic am I? Like what? Sure. So I was like, I should try everything. So initially I just wanted to try roast battle and then I won and and then I I did it a couple more times and sucked ass and <laughs> but instead of I didn't want to give up after yeah. the, the couple times after I was like because what 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 it was was sorry if I'm like stuttering a lot I just get really passionate and excited when I talk about roast battle I love Go, we love it we love it love it yeah um actually after every roast battle that like the first few roast battles I did, I would stay for the main events. And you guys know like undercards, I was an undercard. So it was like three jokes and then main events were like five. And I think yeah. one, of, one of those nights was actually for the title match. Okay. 
Oh, that was like three rounds. And I remember just seeing all these main event battlers like Lou Misiano and Zach Stein was one of them. Paige Wesley and Leah Kajanian was one of them. And I think it was Alex Duong and uh, Toby Morris. His last name is really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember seeing, especially Lou and Zach's when they both wore suits and they kind of assumed a character yeah. and they had rebuttals. I was like, oh my gosh, if I work hard at this, this is what could be. I nope. mean, they're literally putting on a performance. Yeah, they're they're going back and forth, and they're this is all, uh, you know, pre-handed preparation. But it's they don't know what each other is saying. Right. I mean, they're putting it so well, and all these celebrity judges are there, and the joke writing is just so solid. Like, I want to pursue that, and so you know, I kept, um, I just said, okay, I'm going to do it once a month. Sure. And okay. I kept doing it and also who else inspired me? Alex Duong. I don't know if you know him. He was a title champ for a while. Okay. Um, and he, he inspired me a lot. Cause like we would talk about roast battle um, and he would like, you know, like give me tips and he'd just be like, you know, we're all here. Like everyone is so everyone in roast battle is also really nice. That's like yeah. the nicest group of comics are at the store and in roast battle, but yeah, and I was I was actually funny enough again supposed to do my first main event with Lou Misiano. Okay. Uh, March 2020 and 5 days before our battle and, oh. and then Lou moved to Philadelphia and I still have not battled him. And you know, I was he always wears the suit on stage and okay. I had my red dress ready cuz I was like I'm going to play this character and didn't happen so. that's the thing there's there's strategy involved we tell when we're talking to earl about it because obviously he was big into it and uh talking about how you start to get an idea for what they're going to call out you for so then yeah. you're ready like you said with rebuttals to what they're gonna you know so you gotta try and think outside the box and think of something they're not going to be ready for and a hundred percent and i think roasting is becoming really popular in la because yeah. we don't just have roast battle we have like comic wars now and my really good buddy los digits runs the noyores league in okay. Akahaha, and it's not just is that that, his real name los digits no i'm not allowed to say his real name. <laughs> that's, that's his god-given name from his mom all right Calm he's this. a battler also like he's a bit he's a he's got a cult following um okay. But like, you know, I mean, I've always loved Kill Tony and Tony Hinchcliffe roasts comics who go yeah. on show. Yeah. And Andrew Schultz to some degree as well. Like when yeah. he's doing crowd work. Oh, his crowd work is oh it's amazing. Yeah. You know? Probably probably the best. Yeah, he's he's right. Yeah, gotta be right there. I mean, Roast Battle really made me a better comic and a better writer. Sure, sure. Have yeah. you ever have you ever had a night where you went, mm, that one was a little too personal? I you know, like I went home and cried a little oh, bit like, like towards you and <laughs> after you said it to somebody else not after I said it because I'm really really big on respecting people for like because we all have this protocol where we're like okay just tell me what's off limits and yeah sure you know yeah well as far as what someone said to me I wasn't upset with what the comic said because I'd given him permission to say that but I was a little upset that like one of the judges was like quizzing me on it in front of the whole audience. And I felt like I had to answer uh -huh. and it wasn't even in a joke. So it was just kind of like that, like shook me a little. And it was only the third time I was doing roast battle. Like sure. now I can, but yeah, but no, I mean, it's all love. We only roast the ones we love. Absolutely. Love. Absolutely. We're going to bag on you, but it's all love. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you find yourself um like when you go 
your first time going to uh, up and to, to do comedy, mm-hmm. being a character. And then is it like a different character when you do the roast battles? Because you're talking about acting so much. Wanting yeah, to. I wouldn't say so because with roast battle to play an actual character the way like Digits does and I think Earl used to do in Hooper, you have to really commit to it. And for me, it's just more, we all have a type. We've all been typecast. Yeah. But, you know, for me, it's like, oh, the Persian Muslim terrorist princess dress because I, I like to dress up for the battle sorry yeah. I like to look good you know yeah, um, and yeah. You do. And I, I mean occasionally I'll say something like Brian Moses was like one time we didn't hear our names and we finally went on stage and Moses was like were you taking a dump and I was like oh no I was looking at myself in the mirror you know <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's, it's all an act but no I wouldn't say I lean into a character necessarily okay yeah. okay is it uh uh, how how difficult was it being Iranian Persian to get it? I mean, did you get any flack for that when you first started in comedy or were you? I would say I entered at a pretty good time when, okay. I mean, uh, when Trump came to power, <laughs> good time, yeah. but <laughs> well, good, yeah, good for joke writing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but you know, it was kind of like, there was this pushback on racism and yeah. we need more inclusion. We need more diversity um for me it was like my biggest challenge was how do I set myself apart from other Persian you know male female comics because you know a lot of is there a lot of female Persian comics no there are there are not a lot there are not (laughs) a lot but like you know brown comics I mean you know it's just uh I I don't do a lot of like accent stuff and sure you know yeah, there. It, that's that was kind of the. I, I really didn't have many issues. No, sure, I mean, sure. well, that's good to hear. Yeah, welcoming and Back I would say your... there was this one guy who, oh my god, for he was, um, we were we were roommates for a couple months. And okay, he was, you know, I, he he did start to get a little jealous that I started booking so much, and he kept saying like, you know, you're, you're, you just get booked because you're a woman of color. And yeah, yeah. but other than that, that was, that was, yeah. Yeah. Has anybody asked ever asked you that stupid question? Like because of the woke culture, do you get booked more? Is is that ever come up? Like they haven't, they haven't. I mean, I think in the beginning though, there was this little bit of fear installed Yeah. uh, that I think a lot of like non-white comics do feel. So for example, I called the, one of the comedy clubs and I'm not going to say the name of the club because they've been so good to me. This yeah, is in the sure. beginning and they, they like make you fill out an online portal. And I noticed like you have to put your race down and the races were white, black, Asian, and Indian. And I'm like, well, I'm none of those. I'm <laughs> technically Asian, but I know what you mean when you say Asian. Right. right. And I called, so I called and I'm like, Hey, so I'm middle Eastern. Like, what do I put other and they're like, yeah, yeah, just put whatever. And I'm like, curious, why do you ask like what race comics are? And right. they're like, they're like, oh, it's so we don't have too many of one one ethnicity on a lineup. But I, that was that wasn't like a manager or anything on the phone. I think it was just a random person working there who didn't want to be like, I don't know, so they made up something. But sure, I mean, sure. that hasn't been an issue since. I mean, LA's been good to me. So good, good. And speaking of Asian, you you were the winner of the uh, Crazy Woke Asian Festival. When was what year was yeah. that? Was that recently? That was twenty twenty one. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, that very. I mean, and I was not supposed to be in that because I'm I'm not like because you're not Asian. I know. Well, I'm I'm like West Asian. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. No, technically, you're 
it's Asia, so you're Asian. But <laughs> well, they booked me. I put in the work. I don't. Yeah. Care. <laughs> Funny's funny. Yeah, a win's so, a win. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was great. It was cool. I got voted by Craig Shoemaker and Isla Durrani, um, the guy who used to book Leno. It was. It was oh, really. Cool. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And that wasn't. That's not roasting. That's pure standup, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, I have learn to put some of my roast jokes inside of my set not to necessarily roast an audience member like if he's a heckler yeah but maybe if i'm roasting an idea like roasting people from ohio or da 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 you know that's another way roast battle has helped my writing and helped stand up so yeah yeah you got it you got to know what type of crowd you're 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 in front of so that you can use some of that information right sometimes they're horrified they're like how could you say that yeah and that's that's (laughs) another thing like I forget that it's not always the roast battle stage. And so it's like, you can't go that dark. Okay. Pull it back a little. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I would imagine you have evenings where your things are, you're going along. You're like, okay, tone it down. Or I'm going to tempt it. See how far I can go. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what was it? Oh, I'm so sorry. This thing is trying to make me change my password. Not going to happen. I don't remember password. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. That's why I use the same one for everything you want it. Right. And it's like, you don't feel like writing it down in your notes app. Like that's too much work. No, like, I, I do not. I do not. I'm always screwed when I have to change it for some reason. Oh, Forget seriously. password every time. I'm done. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like there was like the show I did in Santa Monica and funny enough, it was like a Brown show and um they i was like roasting my own people brown people and the white people were really upset and i'm like you don't have to be upset on behalf <laughs> of me i'm saying this. <laughs> yeah. i'm saying it <laughs> so um but so but you're from ohio but you said you visited your parents are from iran. Um, from iran but they're there no they're they're in tennessee oh, oh shit. They all over yeah they moved to what's tennessee. going on I know they 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 like the South. They think it's less racist than the Midwest. Um, no, they 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 really do like the South, though. They they really do. Um, they yeah. just might have got a new job there. So yeah, but I never lived in Tennessee, just Ohio. Okay. Yeah. We, we were we were just in Nashville, Tennessee. We love we love Nashville. Oh, that's awesome. They're in Memphis, but I've okay. I've been in Nashville, and it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. we we uh, we just happened to have a weekend booked there for like. I mean, we booked it six months ago. And then when we were there, both uh, Christina P and Chase O'Donnell and Dave Williamson were all at Zanies that weekend. So we went. Oh, Zanies! Yeah. I've heard a lot about Zanies. It's a great club. It's I think a, really a cool lot group. of LA comics go there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one. Yeah, it seems like it's one of the more popular ones. People seem to really like it. And Zanies cool. in Chicago, we were at a while ago. Oh yeah. So yeah, we've been for... trying to make make our rounds to the Zanies, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If you're uh if you're ever traveling and you're in Wisconsin, we have one in Appleton called Skyline Comedy Club that is a pretty nice club. Yeah. I so, will definitely have to hit you up for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Cool. Um uh, you were also I, I saw you speaking in the store and all the all the comedians at the store. I saw you in Jeremiah Watkins video for Halitosis, which is hilarious. How'd you get hooked I up with that you. thing? Oh man. Well, I love Jeremiah. I've known Jeremiah since I did kill Tony. He's such a sweetheart. I was gonna say he seems like the nicest person on the planet. He is. is. Okay. (laughs) I used to have such a crush on him many years ago because I love really skinny men. But um, that fits the bill. (laughs) Yeah, no, but he's he's amazing. His wife is lovely. Their child is adorable. And he's so talented. He's really fucking funny. So 
I mean, I'm I'm really glad at all the opportunities he's getting. He deserves everything he has. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Have you been on his his? Uh, should he does that stand up on the spot? Have you been on that? Have you? No, I think I, I think only like paid regulars do that. Okay, well, okay. I mean, we can hope. I hope. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope. Yeah, I wa- I, I've seen a few of them. I, I don't watch it religiously. I mean, there's so much comedy out there to to consume now that it's hard to keep up with everything. But oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So during yeah. your day, you're, if I read this correctly, story associate producer? I am. Yeah. Yeah. For the housewives. Well, for many well, things. I was. Okay. I'm on a show for National Geographic now. Um, I'm, I'm in post-production. So, you know, we see the the raw footage that comes in and we like cut it up. Um, and you know, you know, like we make, we decide kind of what should go in the episode and then we show it to the higher up producers and, you know, they'll ask us to pull stuff and it's a cool job. It's a lot of fun. So that's, so that's okay. okay. I was, I was going to, I was going to ask you to explain the position on a reality show. Yeah. Yeah, this is it do- doesn't seem to make sense. I'm like, they're not supposed to be telling a story. They're just filming what happens. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's kind of like screenwriting, but backwards. Cause in this sense, the story, well, the the footage is already there. You just have to make a story out of it. Okay, that makes sense. That yeah. does make a lot more sense. All yeah. right. See, here I, here I thought we were admitting that reality shows were just all fake, but <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> so how did how did you get hooked up with that? It seems like you did that for quite a few shows. And so, I mean, to, to begin in that, how do you begin in that? Super random. I mean, so, you know, the Shaws of Sunset? um it, it was on bravo yeah okay yeah it's a it's about a bunch of like rich persians in la mm-hmm. and um there was this girl that i knew and her um sister was a story associate story producer for that show but she also doubled as a translator for farsi oh, okay. yeah so the parents on the show a lot of times they well people on that show speak farsi a lot of times and they needed a translator and she's like i'm leaving the show and I'm actually looking for someone to take my position. She actually came, her sister, who I was friends with, brought her to my one of my comedy shows. And she's like, yeah, I can recommend you. So I oh. go there. And on the fly, I learn Avid. And um, I get called back for the next season. And then I start branching out to doing other shows. So it was, it was, it was an interesting. And it, it was awesome because um, from that moment, or right, bef- till the, right before that moment, I was still deciding what I wanted to do as my day job. I knew it was entertainment. But yeah. You know, I'd worked in development. I'd been a PA. I'd done a lot of different things, but I didn't know I'd love post this much. So okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So the, so she's presented it to you, and you're like, yeah, give it a try. Or did it sound exciting to you? It sounded exciting. I mean, and it was. It's cool that like whatever your opinion on Shaws of Sunset is, it's just really cool to see like you know Iranian people on American TV yeah. and hear Farsi be spoken. And yeah. <laughs> Do you speak fluent? I do. It was actually my first language. Like, even though I was born in Ohio, my parents were like fresh immigrants and they, they, they taught it to me first. And then I went to preschool and they're like, Hmm, she should probably learn English too. (laughs) So what, what brought them to the United States work? So, I mean, my, he, he came here as a student and then my mom, uh, she came after the revolution and the war at when she married my dad and came here. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. Into Ohio. Into Ohio. Yep. It's funny because she's from the capital, Tehran, which is like, and people in Ohio would like, 
they'd be like, have you ever seen snow before? Are <laughs> you from a small village? And she's like, I come from a city of 12 million people, which has since grown. <laughs> it's it's more than Ohio. You're, yeah, like, uh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. Have, do you get back to Iran at all? I do. I go, I go a lot. I haven't been the past couple of years because of the pandemic, but yeah. The last time I was there, like I said, it was when we end of 2019, when we thought the I was there when all of that happened. OK, and I was actually hooked up with some stand up comics there and I was supposed to at least go see the show. They were like, if you want, we can give you a few minutes. And I'm like, I don't know if as a dual citizen, that's a good idea at this time. But I definitely was gonna, you know, my my cousins and I did want to go to Tehran, um, at least watch it. Yeah, oops. Yeah. Um, I, I'd been communicating with them for some time and I still am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how it works there. It's like, it's kind of like when you do stand up in Iran, it's in teams. So even though you don't like your material doesn't have anything to do with each other, you like always, your lineup is always the same. It's okay. really weird. Maybe it's a venue thing. Maybe it's kind of like a comedy store laugh factory type deal, but sure. It's it's pretty cool. And, you know, um, there's, you know, women comics and there's some minority ones. And it's... so without getting too deep and you can tell me no, and we can edit this out. But without getting too deep, can you tell me what's going on over there and why in, in layman's term, what's happening and why us as Americans should care? Because I I've seen you posting a lot of, about what's going on over there. And yeah. uh, and I know that the average American citizen is probably clueless and not paying any attention and yeah. I'm just curious without, I don't, I, I know that, you know, we talked a little bit before and I know you don't want to get too deep in, into it, but can you just give kind of a layman's? So um, what is going on right now is you're seeing, I mean, that a lot of people in Iran are protesting against the government. I mean, and what offset that was a girl, Mahsa Gina Amini, she was, um, you know, wearing her hijab improperly by the morality police. Okay in their eyes and they they arrested her and um they they killed her and okay. uh you know i mm. mean they they said it was a heart attack but that that basically um pushed a, a lot of people are protesting in iran for actually a, a revolution okay americans should care about what's going on in iran because i mean everything that happens in the i'm so sorry that's American. oh no 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 <laughs> Everything that does happen in the Middle East does affect us as well. And so Americans can't do a lot, right? Because it's, you know, a lot of it, I mean, don't send money there. I will say that right now. So if you see any, anything, anyone claiming that they're sending money to Iran, that's, don't do that because that's, that's impossible because of sanctions. So I don't know where that money is going. It's, it's a scam. Yeah, sure. If you do see like, petitions or you know people posting about what's going on please repost okay or, you know because social media is currency at this yeah. time um Good and point. is it is it hard to be funny with all of it going on i mean are you struggling right now at all with comedy or is that uh, kind of your escape it is my escape it's yeah. my escape for sure and i've you know i've i've been thinking about writing some stuff about it. I tried to do that last time when I was in Iran, when there was the, you know, the whole Trump killing the general and, you know, but 
I think COVID happened so fast that everyone <laughs> just kind of forgot. So it's like, okay, well, I can't really, sure. I, mean, I could, you know, but, um, and everyone's life just drastically changed that there wasn't really any time. Yeah. Right. You kind of, you kind of got to be current. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're all just keeping our fingers crossed that everything works out, that more lives are not shed because I mean, again, if you see on social media, there's meant much video and picture evidence of bloodshed and yeah. uh, you know a lot of people you know speaking up for them their for their rights and protesting and you know it's it's well i want to take a lot i think it's, yeah unfortunately it's going to take a lot to i want to i just want to be say able to do that thank you for being willing to talk about it a little bit and uh and thank you for for the posting you're doing on on instagram because like yeah. i said i mean i'm another one of these half clueless americans who you know only we'll, we'll, we, we'll never know all this the whole right thing. right yeah and i appreciate you guys for wanting to know and i think because i think a lot of people a lot of reasons i think a lot of americans don't care is when they see videos of like fighting and bloodshed in the middle east they think oh it's just another tuesday in the middle east well right. it's not iran is actually pretty safe when i go i mean there's not sectarian violence there's not you know um i mean real the, the risk is more like getting arrested by the government if you're disobeying the rules or even as a dual citizen you yeah, know yeah. but there it's not like you know i mean my heart bleeds for syria or you know it's not it's not yeah. violent like that sure, this sure tehran is a very much modern city with every amenity we have here correct i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. tehran's pretty fun it's a it's really cool that's where all the that's where the comedy scene is okay um so yeah i mean i, I it would have been cool to see it but um, like I said, when when Trump killed the general, uh, they shut down everything for mourning for, I think, like two weeks or something. So sure. this mm. got canceled. And yeah, yeah, I was going to say with Americans, I think it's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Laziness. It, I mean, it, it kind of yeah. I think it comes down to laziness with us. Is yeah. I could dig and find out more. or I could just eh, not worry about it. And right. then they get lazy and just don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're immensely privileged to be living yes. here. And especially, you know, we have the most power. I would say the U.S. is probably the most powerful government in the world. And so um, a lot of obviously the laws they make and stuff, you know, affect us as citizens. But people living in other countries like such as the Middle East, America's laws affect that, too. And so. Sure. We don't necessarily have to be tuned into other countries' politics because, a, I mean, they do. It does affect us, but we don't think it does. Mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. For yeah, example, it does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It does. Yeah. All right. Like I said, back to funny. Quit asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 talk about uh, giving blowjobs to Jewish guys. Edit. Boom. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great segue. I love that. <laughs> sometimes you just have to go with the hard segue because you know you can't get out of you know you're like we're talking yeah. about this deep situation deep subject we just yeah go back to your joke about blowjobs and jewish guys and, and, I, and, and i could i can convert religions if i need to i'm just saying okay <laughs> it's so funny a lot of people think i'm jewish i'm like there's a very tiny bit on my mom's side but other than that no but i mean i've always thought like jewish men were hot sure. um because they I have money <laughs> No, <laughs> you can't say that. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. I mean, I've always just kind of like vibed with them a little more, maybe because yeah. it's like they're all I'm trying. Oh, 
see my my roommate my roommate who's coming in right now he's a he's a he's a really hot male jewish guy hi jeremy you're gonna be on a podcast hi jeremy hi jeremy he's sweaty he's so hot and sweaty and sweaty hot and sweaty oh jesus we're Jesus. this. We, we hate you, Jeremy. You're hot and sweaty. <laughs> we are. We are trying desperately to get more female viewers, Jeremy. Yeah. Ladies, that was for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's just I, I, I try to think what was it that initially I don't know. Maybe just like all the crushes that I had growing up happened to be Jew Jewish. Maybe it was there's a uh, I like. Don't Were they all like Hollywood stars or Hollywood people? Because see, and I'm I'm trying not to get into the stereotypes. Right? Just no. say names. Should I not? I'm trying Am to I? think. I'm trying to think. Who was my first crush? Who yeah. Well, oh, you think I'm going to tell people, go find the clip that I'm talking about because the joke is fucking hilarious and I don't want to <laughs> oh ruin my God. it. So go find the clip. Just Sarah, Sarah Fatimi talking about Jewish guys. <laughs> Thank you. It should be pinned on my Instagram. It it's is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've always, I don't, I'm trying to think what it. Well, you said you had a crush on Jeremiah. That's first, right? He's not Jewish. He's like, he's, very Christian. he's very Christian. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. I mean, Edit honestly, that part out. <laughs> I have a crush on like anything with a pulse. No, um, really skinny guys. <laughs> I don't know. There's there but skinny guys. Yeah, I don't know what. It I is. hate doing tall podcasts. skinny guys. Short, just in, just skinny. I hate I doing mean, podcasts with comedians because I nearly always spit out a drink at some point. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'm only five feet tall, so everyone is tall. <laughs> That's true. So, Yes, tall, skinny guys, but you could be five two, and that's tall for me. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, but I will say now it's really just just my type is just brown hair, brown eyes. There you um, go. Yeah. No. No. No, I, I got blue it. eyes. Get some okay. context. Get some context. Damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird because every guy I've either dated or hooked up with looks like some variation of the same. The guy. other guy. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I, I really do have a type, I guess. <laughs> we yeah. all kind of do, but. Yeah. But I do love Jewish culture. I love the bagels and locks. I love the. <laughs> I can say that, right? That's part of the culture, right? That's part yeah. of the culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not stereotyping. I have to ask, mm -hmm. whose swords are on the wall? Yours or Jeremy? Jeremy's. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. So he can, he used to do jujitsu. He like, he like hit professional level. Yeah, of course he did. Of course. Of course. I know about Jeremy. Yeah, but he walks through and he, <laughs> he's perfect. He's he like can't a, get skinnier. No, he's like a Ken doll. Like I'm yes. living perfection. <laughs> How often does he walk around naked? Are we going to get that? Like, can he walk uh, by with his shirt off? Yeah. At least in the shirt morning, off. a lot of times. Yeah. Cause like we used to go to the gym together and stuff when we um had like different jobs and stuff, but no, I mean, I've, I've seen him shirtless so many times I'm desensitized and I'll have like, it's just another Monday for me, you know, and I would imagine it yeah. doesn't even move the meter. There has been an influx in female friends visiting me, though. I don't know what oh. that's about. No, <laughs> no um, but he's, he's like a brother to me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, great. Yeah. So, so what do you got going on? As far as creating, you got any, sh you like film, short films or anything coming, you know, that you're working on? Or? 
I am currently working on a pilot. It's very much in the bare bones stage. So nice. I do prefer not to get into it just because sure. you know how it is when you talk about something, it doesn't happen. So oh, we know, we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm currently prepping for the roast battle tournament. Oh, um, yeah. So I don't know how much you guys keep up with roast battle, but you know how there's like a league. And so LA, we're doing a tournament. It's an eight person tournament. The first round was... Well, the first battles, not round, but uh, was last night. Um, okay. And I, I wasn't in that. Mine is on November 15th with Julian Fernandez. Okay. And so whoever wins the whole tournament gets a chance next year to battle the title champion, which at at this point, at this time, I don't know if it's Joe Urell or if Nicole Buchanan took it back. Okay. Well, it, it kind of it, it jumps around. So sure, sure, sure. But yeah, I mean, I care about roast battle a lot. It's very important to me. So that's that's the main thing right now. The next like few weeks. Gearing up. It's like it's like a prize fighter. You're gearing up for. It. You're training. It, is, it really what? feels like a sport because there's a certain amount of preparation. There's certain protocol. One hundred percent. Yeah, like I, I mean, I can give you guys some tips if you want. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, you, you know, prize fighters go months without sex before the fight, right? I mean, that's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are the tips? Because I want, I want to get better. We have our hundredth episode coming up soon, oh. and uh, I got to be ready. We, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna roast each other a lot. <laughs> that's awesome. So I like to take, I like to send a picture of the person I'm battling and show it to friends who are not comedians because you have to keep in mind the audience Whoa. is mostly not comedians it's regular people from out of town so what are they first going to notice about someone just from their eyes their right. looks right can I can I say that's that's brilliant thank you I mean I didn't I learned so I don't want to take credit no for take, that, credit, take credit take <laughs> credit well, Nicole Buchanan, I think, said it first. But here's the thing. I prepped so damn hard for Roast Battle when I was trying to move up to main events. Is I listened to, like, every podcast. Um, I remember talking to Alex Duong about it. I was like, yo, Alex, I'm really struggling with – I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been Greg Roque. But I'm like, I'm really struggling to write for Greg. He's, like, you know, um, he's this comic. He uses a wheelchair. He's, like, half Mexican. <laughs> oh, shit. That's not – Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I, di I didn't know what I was like, you know, my brain was dry and Greg is like levels ahead of me. I don't know why we were set to battle each other. I think he had a dropout, but Alex is like, watch movies. Greg would watch, listen to music. Greg would listen to go places. Greg would hang out with. And I mean, I had four battles this summer, so I didn't get to do that for a lot of my opponents, but I want to get back into it. I really like to immerse myself in the person. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite band? You know, and I like to really just, Fuck. you know, yeah. Jesus okay. Christ. <laughs> yeah. And then, in. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's also certain like roast battle staples, I would say, as far as like the writing goes. Like, so you just start writing dimples. Dimples looks like dimples smells like dimples is like, you know, it's kind of like going back to sixth grade phonetics. Yeah. I almost said Ebonics. <laughs> <laughs> what am I trying to get laid tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> huh so going into a battle you prep you prep when do you say screw that i'm going off off script and i got so much more because he opened his mouth or they opened their mouth and i got floods of new stuff or no or does that really not happen 
Well, you also plan your rebuttals as well as your jokes. So at this point, I mean, at my level, I really do need to think, you know, what are they, what are they going to hit on? Or, you know, what have I, what have I told them that a long time ago when I was high that I, they, I don't want them. Going down? <laughs> <laughs> so you got to analyze yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And so, I mean, as far as going off script, I, I'm trying to think there, I don't believe there was a moment where I went off script planned, but there was this one battle that got really intense about six months ago. And it was a guy who was a little bit bigger and I'm not going to say his name because I don't want him to give him the attention, but sure. That's fine. <laughs> no, he, he was really upset that I beat him. And oh you know, a lot of the jokes were fat jokes, which he doesn't, he didn't care that they were fat jokes. He cared that they worked. And right. So, they were good ones. Yeah, yeah. Pointing at the audience members going, you're bigger than me. You're bigger than me. You're bigger than me. And then he points to a girl sitting in the front row going, you're way bigger than me. You're like at least 20 pounds bigger than me. No offense. And she starts crying. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just like, was like, I think I told him like, oh, shut up. Like, you know, I mean, I, I, because, because it got serious for a moment, I had to get a little bit serious Yeah. because she was also one of my guests. That's the thing. And I didn't oh. want to stand up there like, hi, I invited you to my show to get insulted. You know, like I had to stand up for her a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. The judges like Don Barris was there. Um, who else? Yeah. Like, I think it was Frank Castillo, Ashley Johnson, Sarah Keller. Oh, wow. They were all very much trying to also pivot. They were like, you know, beautiful Jeremy was one of my plus ones. He's very supportive. He comes to a lot of roast battles and yeah. like, hey, hot guy, stand up. Like, Sarah, you should fuck your roommate. And I'm like, haha, I haven't heard that a million times before, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, it gets exciting when it goes off script, but you never know what to expect in a roast battle. So, right, right. They're, they are so fun to watch. And what is this mint comedy that is there like an app? Is it an app? It is. I don't know if they still have a deal with mint comedy. I okay. think I thought they switched platforms. I'm not 100% sure. So, that's okay. why I don't okay. know. But, yeah. Um, but that, but that's something you can watch live shows. In different oh, yeah. states that's yeah rose battle always streamed on periscope i'm trying to i'll have to find out what it streams on now so that I, i'll send you guys the link for the next one yeah yeah that'd be okay. great because it's fun to watch it's yeah. it would be it'd be the awesome show has completely revamped during the pandemic and it's really become something cool yeah yeah you yeah. see a lot of it going on it's it's fun it's fun to watch and i don't we don't really see it around here so that's we why don't, we yeah we don't have anything doesn't have a battle scene not that not that I'm aware of. No, it does, but it's not a comedy. Very short while because, um, you know, I talk like I said, I I FaceTime a lot of these stand up comics from Iran. Sometimes we'll do private coaching. Sometimes we'll just bounce off ideas. I think I tried to start a roast battle, or like I gave them that. <laughs> I like brought up, would you guys be willing to start a roast battle league? And they're like, I, I it's too risky, right? You know. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's wait for things to calm down like, a wait. little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're this in a battle right now. We don't. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's very they have to be very careful what they do say on stage. So yeah. that, that's gotta be hard. Yeah. 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 I mean, we yeah, it's gotta be hard. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on and spending some time with us. We'll let you thank promote before we before we depart, but 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 thank, thank you so much for all your time. 
Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah I'm glad. I'm glad I stumbled upon the Kill Tony episode. I, uh, <laughs> like I said, I've been I've been working backward and and finding so many. I mean, it's amazing how many good comedians go across that stage. And uh, yeah, we've been we've been contacting someone because we do. We really want to talk more comedy, and we've been lucky to have a few comedians on. But you know, comedians <laughs> are hard because of your schedule and stuff. So yeah, no, I'm you're just. just just a natural you're just a natural and telling stories and stuff so you. you're I a pleasure think... talking to so are you guys you guys are amazing so thank you thank you yeah. promote um, away you can find me at on instagram at sarah fatimi official no i'm not an asshole i just got hacked last year and they wouldn't let me get sarah fatimi comedy back so at sarah fatimi official okay Twitter is at S-A-R-A-K-I-J-O-O-N because I'm an idiot and I accidentally made that my handle instead of just my like title name. So I'm stuck with it. Whoops. <laughs> and then YouTube, you can search Sarah Fatimi Comedy and then TikTok should also be at Sarah Fatimi Official. Do you, do you use TikTok quite a bit? I'm I'm older than I look, so I'm really bad at it. Um, Jeremy used to be a big TikToker. Um, he had like 70k followers and stuff, so he'll show me stuff. But yeah. I, I'm trying to get better at it. I'm, we're I, uh, I, we're we're definitely older than. Well, maybe we're not older than we look. We're we're probably about it exactly as old as we look. Well, we look. <laughs> and we tried to. We hired a guy for a while to do TikTok for us because we have no fucking clue what we're doing on TikTok, and it's we just. Hard yeah it is it took me like an hour once to make one i'm like this is hard yeah i'll stick to instagram reels it's so much easier so instagram, yeah um yeah and so that's my social media and uh yeah my next show is the roast the first round of the roast battle tournament okay November 15th at 10 30 at the comedy store in hollywood Awesome. That's a, that's definitely a, we did an episode on bucket lists, like one of our first episodes and, and comedy store was definitely not, was not on there at the time, but it has definitely been added to my bucket list. I want to get out there and get to the comedy store. Oh, so. absolutely. Please yeah. let me know when you guys are in town and you know, we can maybe go together and hundred percent. I know the door guys and you know, yeah, that would be yeah. fantastic. Awesome. I would love it. I, I, I just feel like if you love comedy and you don't go there, it's kind of yeah. like being a, a baseball fan and not going to Wrigley Field, you know? Like, there's just the, some of the metrics you got to get to. Go to. So. Yeah, you got to go Is that a hockey rink? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. You guys, it is. Should, you guys should battle each other on, like, a Tuesday night at the comedy store. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. I got so much material for both of you. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm if looking at you both. How about you? It. How about you just battle? But it'd be like one of them tag team matches, and that like wrestling yeah. that Earl likes so much, where it's two on one. Uh, one yeah. of them is so good, and the other two suck. You just yeah. battle both of us at the same time. Okay, that sounds that sounds good. That sounds even good. better. We'd still get our ass kicked. Yeah, like, absolutely. We'd have to have a ringer come in with a hit you over the head with a chair or something to have any any chance. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that that'd be funny. That'd be that. I think. Well, it's definitely something I think every comic should try. Well, yeah. we are not comics, so. Not even close. What? Really? Not oh. even close. No. You're pretty so, funny. So. <laughs> we have so much respect for what you guys do. Yeah, I couldn't. So much respect. Yeah. We just, I we can... just like to have a good time and enjoy just talking to great people. So thank you so oh, much. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, you guys. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. We really appreciate it. More yeah, than we blast. can. More than we can tell you. We 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 really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Say good night to Jeremy. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here.
Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour. Electric Acid. 